Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <sighs> Hello. Hello. This is fun because, well, <laughs> what is this opening? I don't know. I just started talking, but I was like, <laughs> I'm making no sense. We, um, we just got home from a day apart. A usually, day apart. usually like we wake up and record together. Mm-hmm. So I'm like genuinely like, just want to stare into your eyes and know how your day was. This is our nighttime show. Our voices are going to be a little bit lower and there's going to be smooth jazz playing in the background. (laughs) I'm like fully showered. I got my night creams on. I'm chilling. Yep. I was going to say I'm in my sweatpants, but I basically live in my sweatpants all of 2020. So that's nothing new. That's nothing new. Nothing new. Um, (laughs) That's it. Cool story, bro. so bad um hello everyone we are this is you know part of me like loves recording at night but then part of me i feel like it's just like different i personally don't because i feel like i'm just not like hey you are yeah like but i it's fun for a change yeah this feels like vacation no you you're definitely more chill like i like right before we pressed record i was like are you good you're like yeah like yeah i'm chilling but I've, I've grown so much because I didn't dig. I was like, she said yes. She so like, said, yeah. She good. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. Um, well, okay. So we're unsolicited advice. That's we're Taryn. A podcast. I'm Ashley. I am. If you guys don't know what we do, you guys send in stories and we evaluate them. <laughs> if this is your first episode and you're like, okay, well, these girls can't even get through a sentence. Why should I listen to them? We're actually Why don't really you start with tune. one of our other ones. <laughs> yeah, actually, just like let's just abort this like just episode. Kidding. Just get out. Um, yeah, um, I I've been like working on this work project, and it's mm. been literally trying to kill me. And I finished like a massive like deadline. Done with it today, and I just feel so great. Mm-hmm. I you feel like me I'm the second it happened. She oh, was yeah. like, I'm done. All caps. I was like, oh my gosh. And I literally just like feel like really light and like chill. Mm. So, which is usually I'm like hyper and like hype, but like, I'm just like, I will, I want to draw a bath. <laughs> I want to draw That's a how bath. how sophisticated people say it. <laughs> draw a bath, like light some candles, just be mellow. But mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm spending my victory hour with all of you. I do want to, I do want to say I messed up last week. I was like, oh, this episode's going to come out on September 1st. It didn't. It came out on the 31st. Oh yeah. So now you're listening to it for us. It's officially September. Officially. And, um, I can tell you that it is officially September because I have a leaves candle, a Bath and Body Works leaves candle. Oh, she wasted lit no time. Downstairs mm-hmm. and upstairs. I'd like to Where? thank my mom oh. for that because she just randomly sent me a package because she knows she knows me. She, everyone very, who knows like, you, yeah. I like scents for the seasons. Yeah, I'll have like springtime florals and you know like pineapple, coconut candles like in the summer, summer. and then mm-hmm. in the fall, it's leaves. I always have two candles. Do you know me? Okay, it's the leaves, <laughs> uh-huh. and then it's like something like a sweater or flannel or something. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, but no. Oh shoot! Farm stand apple oh, is okay. my number but two. You, but there is one that you always is there's it called a flannel. like flannel? Okay, there's okay. a sweater weather. We love those. Yeah. However, leaves and farm stand apple, ladies That's your and gents. Gym. What's it's, my fall scent? I don't know. Pumpkin, caramel, yeah, yeah. like you know, vanilla, yeah, just like spice. pumpkin. <laughs> Anything pumpkin, I'm like into it. My room usually smells. If we if I were to like paint a picture for you guys, my room usually smells a little like. Like a like a musky kind mm-hmm. of like scent, and Taryn always smells like a bakery. <laughs> in the fall, in yeah, the fall, like yes, yes, yes. But yes, like yes. even in the summer, you would always have vanilla candles, which in my I, opinion smells like a bakery. I I don't. Fall is like where I'm like apple and like pumpkin, mm-hmm. and then recently I've been much more into like citrusy, like bright kind of smells, like mm-hmm. fresh bright smells because of the so Soul Cycle candle they gave us. Oh, I, I love saw, that I saw I saw you turn. 
grapefruit. Because for as long as I've known, you've always had warm scented candles. Yes. And then she got that Soul Cycle candle and, and she turned. There's she a, turned a different there's direction. There's a Target one that's like my jam too. I forget what it's called, but yeah, those are like kind of my smells right now, but I'm ready for like fall scents yeah. for sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, I'm ready. We had our last like beach trip, so I'm good to go with fall. Like yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go. No, like, I'm I, solid. I ended the summer well and I'm ready to go. Well, fall is like, I feel like we really bonded on our love for like everything fall. Um, Like we love Halloween. We love Thanksgiving. We love just like sweaters and like doing all the stuff that comes this time of year. So I'm freaking in. I'm already in. I'm like, Bass Emma, who are you? I don't know you. I just love to cuddle. Like I just love to like yeah. bundle up and cuddle and watch a movie. So I feel that. What else do you do in the fall? Nothing. I mean, in California, lots of things because it's still like 90 yeah. degrees. <laughs> this weekend, it's supposed to be like 107 again or 105. Yeah. I was like, no, dang. I'll literally like once I switch into fall mode, like I'll wear sweaters. Even if I'm like drenched in sweat, I'm like, no, I have <laughs> I to wear this. wear this. I cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm very excited because we have a very funny tearing it up. We do. Mm-hmm. Um. If you guys don't know what our tearing it up segment is, this is the segment where you guys send in like funny stuff. Uh, and this is usually like very embarrassing or an awkward situation that you want advice on, but also just like want to give us a good laugh yeah. and we really appreciate it. We love um, it. So we call it tearing it up. And this one, let me see. Are you here. checking if it's anonymous? I, I always second guess, second guess everything because well, think about how many stories we've read up till now. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting up there. So mm-hmm. like I definitely had the first time today where I like told Ashley a little bit about the story beforehand because I was like, did I read this already? Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, that hasn't happened before, but all the letters we've read, like a lot are anonymous and then a lot aren't. So it's like, well, the I get the second guessing. Some people put anonymous in the title and make it very clear and some people like halfway through their email are like you know what can we can we make yeah. me anonymous and I'm just like you They're should like, have you put know, that at the top as I'm writing this I would rather <laughs> not I'm thinking about it <laughs> so funny anyways I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get, get into in. it the title is called always shave your legs oh my god I just shaved is that what took you so long to get ready yeah I'm sorry I had like how a me dare time. you Remember, how dare you you just were telling me that I need to be more intentional with doing stuff for myself well yeah so but I no. took a shower no, when we have an and episode. I looked down and I was like girl and then I was like I'm gonna do this for myself because <laughs> <laughs> no one's touching my legs let's just be real it's just me this, is, just this goes so great with the story okay here we go we're diving in hey Ashley and Taryn oh my god <coughs> okay yeah I took a breath and then I felt it just Dude, choking on, up. choking on your spit is like the most embarrassing <clears throat> thing. Do you do it often? As of late, yes. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I've turned some kind of weird corner and I, I choke a lot. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> That's like a turn. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hi. I'm a new fan and I am currently on episode 38. Girl, you're new. Dude, how many episodes do we have? You're on 38? I honestly don't know. Have we had a hundo yet? I don't think so. We should throw a party. We need to double check on by yeah. a party. Yeah, when we, our hundredth episode, we're going to be here with some champagne. We're we'll going to have live. A, a face mask on and our feet up, and we're going to be celebrating. I'm going to die if we're thing. on like 106. Or <laughs> like we just like, uh, Mark's like, hey guys, sorry to break it to you. Anyways, <laughs> continuing, she goes. I was going to wait to finish all of your episodes to write this, but I'm dying to share this story with oh, y'all. I'm so excited, y'all. Y'all. I also want to interject. Taryn and I have gotten so good at saying y'all. We're both from Southern California, so yeah. y'all is not in our vocabulary. Do you remember how awkward we were when we first yeah. started reading? We'd I'd, be like, I'd be like, y'all. To share the story with y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y- y'all. The like slight hesitation where yeah. you're like, I'm going to sound like an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, anyone who actually says this word regularly yeah. is going to be like, ooh. No, now I'm like, I walk into a room. I'm like, I'm like hey, up, y'all. <laughs> okay she again she continues feel free to share my name if this ever gets read it's chris kista how do you spell it it's kista i read it krista the first time i read it it's kista like the Katy perry song i kissed a girl kista wait did you just make that or she did she read that Oh, that's a freaking great Kista. way. Mm-hmm. Me, when people read my name, I'm like tearing it up, like tearing a paper, tearing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, or oh. like Karen, but without the K. I, no. But with a T instead. I mean, yes. I've heard like, you say that. 
It's not a great time to but have Karen's a name over. Karen's that rhymes <laughs> with Karen. It's not a great time it's for so me. Bad. Again, we're going to get back to the oh, story. Is that what we're doing? Like we <laughs> keep going all over the place. Anyways, back to the story. Anyway, this story takes place my sophomore year of high school. My best friend and I agreed to go to, home, to the homecoming dance together. We made a huge deal about it and got our hair and nails done and bought super fancy dresses. I miss dances. Oh, same. Good times. I would say let's throw one, but we can't. <laughs> I mean, me, you, and Alicia can throw one. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. I'll bring my galaxy light. <laughs> Her dress was somewhat short and purple with beads on the top. My dress was floor length, solid black, and with diamonds and sheer straps. Mood. When I was getting ready. Wait, question for Taryn. Oh, yeah. What? Which dress would you be? Oh, out of those two? Yeah. Okay. Um, ooh, and then follow-up question. What's your worst dance look? Okay. Think about that, too. Okay. Okay, mine. Wait, what was the first one? Short, short purple with sparkles. I, pro- I mean, I'm, bl- I always wear black. I'd I be would solid. Probably I'd do. be floor length black for sure. Floor length. What's your worst dance look? I went once with, I, I did, I did a purple sparkle dress, yeah. but mine was blue. Um, and it, I, I very much regretted it. Like Why? Because I just, it didn't, fl- it didn't look right. I wasn't. Do you have a photo we can post? I for sure have a photo somewhere. Okay. And my hair, my hair was like up and cr- crimped. Oh, I miss crimp. It was like a spaghetti strap dress. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't, I want to see. It wasn't good. So shoot. Okay. I, I guess had, we're going to post one of those. I had this huge gown that was like, <laughs> that you know those materials if you <laughs> You move side to side, they change, change colors. colors. Oh, it shoot. was like teal to purple. I looked like a giant peacock and I had this huge brooch that was like right in between my boobs. Why you <laughs> why does you being a brooch person make sense? <laughs> but I'm not though. Like, but I can picture this. But you so easily. Yeah, in high school being like, look at this brooch. Yeah. <laughs> like me having crimped hair. Yeah. So easy. Like it makes sense. <laughs> so funny. I can't wait to post these. Okay, sorry. <laughs> For real. Please. Okay, we're moving Don't stop. back on. Ooh, that was funny. When I was getting ready, I decided I didn't feel like shaving my legs. I had already done so much that day and was simply too tired slash too lazy. Besides, my gown covered everything, yeah. right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Makes complete sense. Basically, if I'm wearing pants, my legs aren't shaved. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's a, oh, it's a sure. thing. So my best friend and I get to the dance and we get separated for a bit since we have two different friend groups that we wanted to visit. I ended up dancing with my other friend, Alice. Everything was great until my kneecap decides to try and jump ship. My kneecap popped out and into place, suddenly causing me to collapse on the dance floor. Oh, shoot. I'm sitting on the floor, stunned, staring up at my friend Alice, who is staring at me and is still dancing. (laughs) I try to get her attention and tell her that I can't get up, but she doesn't seem to comprehend that. I try (laughs) to get up and start crying because (gasps) I'm in so much pain. Oh, my gosh. Then, out of nowhere, the all caps hottest, hottest boy in school runs to my side asking me if I'm okay. He can see the tears in my eyes and literally, guys, scoops me up into his arms and carries me to the front lobby like a complete dream. I'm sorry. I probably would have peed myself at that age. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Like, oh. Any boy that touches anywhere. Physical they can touch, touch your elbow from a boy like, in ah. high school. Excuse me. Yeah, 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 it would have been a mess. Honestly, though. <laughs> still to this day, at this point. <laughs> quarantine. This point, quarantine's been rough. eye contact too long, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Okay. Funny. Okay, she Thanks. continues. <laughs> this takes so long to get through this funny short little turn it up. Okay. okay. He sits me down by the wall since there's no chairs available and sits right next to me. He asks what happened and I managed to squeak out that I wasn't sure. I say that it felt like my knee gave out. He then asked to see my knee and check it. I lift my dress <laughs> a bit and turn red as I realize that I didn't shave my man legs. <laughs> <laughs> Then she puts in parentheses, not really, but you know when you're young and any hair seems like a federal crime. (laughs) 
And she continues, my knee was a little red and swollen, so he gets the dean and asks if he can get us some ice. Of course, the dean has to see my knee as well. (laughs) At this point, I'm so embarrassed. It's making me cry even more, which makes the dean end up telling me that I need to go home because he thinks I'm crying out of sheer pain. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. My best friend finally finds me and hugs me, seeing I'm no longer alone. The hot boy tells me he's going to give me to my bestie and that he hopes I feel better. I thank him. Kind of glad he's no longer staring at my tear-smeared makeup and hairy legs. The (laughs) overall point of this story is to always shave your legs for dances, even if your dress is long, LOL. Oh, my God. Gosh, poor thing. Just have like one of the best <laughs> stories I've ever heard. Uh, what's what's hilarious is it's the most relatable thing. Oh yeah, for all women. Oh yeah, is no one want, we love we all love our smooth legs. Like we love yeah. them, right? It feels great. Yeah. Um, but like no one wants to actually shave their legs. No, guys will never understand. You're like hunched over, like all awkward. You can't see the back of your leg, so you end up just like like phantom shaving back there, and then all of a sudden you look down your leg, and there's just blood dried to like the back of your calf, and you're like. <laughs> What happened? Like it's very violent experience. It's just honestly the worst. And then you're itchy after. And then the second you walk outside in the cold and you get goosebumps, like that's what's there again. (laughs) It's like she back. (laughs) Just kidding. Thought you got rid of me. I will say I have found something that has changed my shaving game forever. Why have you not told me? You know about it. Oh, I do. I I just filmed a video explaining like what some of my favorite Amazon purchases have been. Uh-huh. And I personally in my bathroom do not have a tub shower. I have just a shower. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. My foot, mm-hmm. you should see me. I have my foot like delicately balanced against yeah. the wall. <laughs> I'm putting a significant amount of pressure on that foot so it doesn't slide, but also like keeping my other foot planted so I don't fall oh in the shower. Gosh, yeah, it's a dangerous thing. I finally purchased a shower stool. It's and so I know, cute. I know that this is not new. Shower stools have been around for a long time, but this is my That's first a common one. thing now. This is my first one. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a necessity. So this, it feels like a little bit of yeah. a splurge. Like I'm like, I don't need a shower stool. But like your shower food. looks bougie. <laughs> I don't need a shower it. stool. Well, yeah. Yeah. But like, I finally purchased one. I, I, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is not an ad, but you know, <laughs> quarantine made us all buy things yeah. from Amazon. Oh my gosh. This is one of those things. And it changed my my yep. shaving game forever because it's so comfortable to shave my legs now compared to before, yeah. and that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> Dude, okay, Big Amazon note. fan. Honestly, this is not an ad, but it could be Amazon. Yeah. So, um, up. have you ever fa- fallen in the shower? Yes, it's the it's the absolute worst experience. What's even what's falling in a shower sucks, but what's even worse is when you almost fall in a shower. (laughs) That's like when you trip, like actually falling, isn't that bad? You you know, the ones where it's like, like your toe just barely hits and it makes you like shoot forward. Those are the words. There's been so many times I'm specifically thinking of my parents' house, the bottom of their like tub showers were so slippery. slippery. And so we always had shower mats, Mm -hmm. but those always got so gross really quick. Like within a few months you had to buy a new one. It felt Mm -hmm. like, um, so there was constantly periods of time when we would throw one out and we hadn't purchased a new one yet and it was so slippery (laughs) and there were so many times that my like my foot would slip and my whole body would just convulse because I'm so paranoid of falling in the shower and so you grab onto everything knock everything over you finally catch your balance and you're like shampoo your razor the head of your razor like it's all everywhere Everywhere. you know and And I like echoes so like every the shampoo bottle hits and it just sounds like and all you hear is your mom like honey are you okay (laughs) dude I freaking ate crap in my shower at my apartment Mm -hmm. um and I was trying, so like I had just taken a bath and I was standing up and like drying off and I don't know what I did, but like, I think I went to like balance my foot on the edge of the bath and it like shot out. So I flew up and backwards Oof. landed on the like shower head, like the faucet Oof. on my spine. I thought Oof. I was paralyzed. And then I'm laying in the water, just like screaming in a towel like drenched now and my roommates just came to the door and were like what happened and by that point I was like crying hysterically because I was like I I just fell in the shower like (laughs) am I 80 like who who falls in the shower like so there's a a specific line where like falling becomes 
life-threatening yeah <laughs> in, in your lifetime period yeah and it's funny when it's like you're so clearly not there yet but yeah. like it was dangerous you yeah know? oh my god close totally. call. yeah anyways wow well Ooh. thank you kisten for sending that in first of all just love your name i think that's dope yeah, that's cool i've never heard that have you Mm-mm. that's my first time hearing it and then that is the most that's just the best dance story so freaking good. so good so good today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Um, okay, well, should I jump into mine? Absolutely. Mine's pretty short. This is the one. I don't know why I'm having deja vu, which I love deja vu. I'm like mm-hmm. one of those weird people who like loves having deja vu. Mm-hmm, but I have this weird feeling that I've read this, but I don't think I did. Uh, well, the people will tell us. What if we give completely different advice? <laughs> we get called out and canceled so hard. What if the first she's one like, was like, do it. And the second one's like, girl, don't do it. Yeah. And she's like, what? I broke up with him. Like, you know, shoot. I'm nervous. So now. funny. Well, if it doesn't work out, then this is about to be a very short episode. Cause yeah, Mark, Mark can just cut it. And then Mark. it's just me and my story. If this sounds familiar. Just cut it right here. Yeah. Get it over with. And then it just starts here. <laughs> hey guys. Okay. Um, this one is titled, TikTok crush turns into long distance love. A dream. Is that your dream, Ash? I'm just saying any I love. can't see you with a TikToker. <laughs> Me yeah, no, no, love just in general. Maybe At a this food point. TikToker. I, I would mean, be down for some food TikToker. You know what? I, I just showed Alicia the other day. There was this guy doing like a food TikTok, mm-hmm. but he was like dancing while he was cooking right. and was such a just like dude, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like into it. I'm right. like, okay. I'm like, oh, you can cook. Oh, I see you. I like that. I see those blending skills. Okay. So. I see you whisking. You, I see that whisk. <laughs> Up there whisking. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Continue. I love when I'm you tired. start it's joking. It's late, guys. I it's like 9.45. It's past Remember my bedtime. Remember when we started this episode and we were like, hi, I'm Taryn and I'm Ashley. I needed to wake up. I'm yeah, having a hard time. Same. Okay. okay. So I'm currently a 30-year-old woman living in New York. Hi. I'm 30. It's refreshing to, you know. Dirty 30. Okay, girl. Is that appropriate? What's 33? 33 and free. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I don't want. <laughs> oh, my God. better was your face? I wish you guys could see her. She was like, and free. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so confused. Oh, my gosh. Do you I feel, feel free like I'm getting weird. At the age I mean, of 33? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm 
recently single after getting out of a six-year relationship with my current ex. Oof. Six. What's your longest? Uh, Two. Two years? Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine was four. like four. Yeah, six, six is long. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Uh-uh. Okay. Um, During... COVID, I lost my job and downloaded TikTok. <laughs> I, I love that sentence. That statement. So much. That's the most 2020 statement. Dude, I literally at the beginning of quarantine told myself I was just going to get famous on TikTok and just like post every day. And then the other day I was like, oh, I forgot I had I forgot one. I had TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she said like everyone else in the world. I started to get better at my content and gain more followers each week. I posted one videos that caught a certain someone's attention. I went live one day on TikTok and he started a conversation with me about Disney, uh, Miriam, hello, uh, while in my live. I was crushing hard at this point. And so he and I started messaging through TikTok. Eventually, we exchanged Instagram handles and messaged there before we exchange phone numbers. That's, That's so funny. funny. That's funny because it's like TikTok's the dating app. Yeah. And then he got her number, which is Instagram. Yep. Because I'm I'm really freaking weird about giving my number out. Same. Like Especially super weird. On, with people you meet online, obviously. Yeah. Like I'm very much like, oh, here's my Insta. Like let's talk through there. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. Yeah. Um, Once we had each other's numbers, we started FaceTiming daily. Get a girl. Okay. We sit on FaceTime for hours at night, sometimes till 3 (laughs) a.m. Wow. Wow. You're 30. When I turned 30, I was like in bed by 10. Just kidding. (laughs) But like seriously. Really? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I had got my wisdom teeth pulled and he, this is so cute. He ordered ice cream to send to my house for delivery for my recovery. That is precious everything that is so cute so cute i'm a fan i'm a fan um i just repeated everything you said <laughs> I, know. I don't know Think if you for know. yourself taryn sorry okay um the other day he sent me his hoodie and a t-shirt with his cologne on it Get out of here i what's happening i love that guys this is so cute to all the gentlemen listening get on it all we want is one of your jackets with your cologne on oh, it so that true. is the best gift is to be like just send your girl home in your jacket yeah. and she will be happy. Like I promise you. So happy. Just like I literally just went to Target the other day and bought a boy's hoodie for myself. <laughs> it's been a rough and year. that's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just pictured you. I was like holding I hope- it up and being like Yep. Should I get a bigger is size? It, Does is it gonna like hold me? You yeah. Know? Like, I was like, I hope people think I'm just shopping for like my boyfriend <laughs> or my brother, but no, this is for me. Okay. We really just get each other. We vibe on every level, want the same things. He almost seems too good to be true. Except he and I have two thousand eight hundred miles of distance between us. Oh dang. He lives in SoCal and I live in NYC. And I have never done a long distance relationship. Have you? Oof. Uh no. I don't know if I could, but I also am such a like I need a hug every day attention person. Well, physical touch is one of your Yeah. Love so that would be right? hard. But I know so many people who have, and I feel like there's such a cool element of like super strong communication skills. You know what I mean? A thousand percent. I know a lot of people who did it and a few that made it out Yeah, and it worked and they're married. I feel like you could. I feel like I could too, Yeah, but I am aware that I'm, a, I'm much more independent when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't need to see you all the time. Yeah. Um, and I don't need to like hug you all the time. Like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. something that's innate in my core oh, that no, I totally. need from someone. Yeah. So I think I would be better at it than you. Yeah. But oh, fully. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's I had ideal. To, yes. I know I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to. No, no, no. I don't think I've done this story. Like the more I'm reading oh, it. I was gonna tell you at the top, I don't I don't recognize Okay, okay. Cool. What? I don't what? recognize it. Okay. Um my friends all think I am crazy to pursue this and think it will never work. I am a hopeless romantic who is willing to fight for love. So now I'm planning a trip to LA to meet him in person in September after only meeting him in July. Wait, July, what? August, September. She's Three coming months. out here She's coming out this here. month. We're in SoCal. Tell oh, us when and where September. We'll, we'll, oh, be, yeah. we'll be at the same place, but oh kind of gosh. far enough away to make sure that, you know, things yeah, are good. to protect you. I'm just saying, if you want a security guard situation, we're here. I have weapons. I have bear spray. 
I will yeah. pack my bear spray for you. I have a lightsaber. So. <laughs> um, and my question to you ladies is, are we rushing into things? I should also mention he is newly divorced and has two girls with his ex, but I told him that doesn't bother me. But I do realize that if things got serious, I would eventually have to move to Cali because he can't do to the fact that he um, has kids. Yeah. His, uh, his girls. Do you think long distance can really work? Would really love to hear your advice, thoughts, slash thoughts. Love you both. Ooh. Anonymous. Anon. Anon. Anonymous. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> um, uh, so many thoughts on this. Yes. Uh, us. I think I'm going to just go ahead and say it. You're 30 years old. Yeah. You're a grown ass woman. Yeah. If you like the guy, there's nothing wrong with coming out and meeting him. Mm-hmm. I do think I will go ahead and say that I don't think it's moving too fast to like meet the guy. Yeah. I do think you have to go into it with boundaries drawn, like lines drawn. Yeah. Like you don't know him really. Yeah. So let's just, I know it sounds freaking paranoid, but let's just assume that he's a, that he's not safe. And I don't mean that in a, let's put negativity on him. No, but don't, but don't be alone with put him. Your guard down. Don't, don't go to his place. Don't spend the night at his place. At least not right away. Yeah. Like, like those are things that he has to like prove to you over time. Um, and you just, you cannot know certain things about someone until you actually meet them in person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So let's just, uh, let's go into it smart and get that off the table first. Uh-huh. Um, if it goes well. And during your trip, you feel like sparks fly and stuff like that. Then I would have more of a talk. The thing with long distance, I think, is you can't be vague. Yeah. So if you like him and he likes you and you guys want to make this work, then you almost, it sounds way too soon, but you have to have that conversation beforehand. Otherwise, you don't know what the rules are. Do you still date other people? Like, how can you have a long distance relationship if he's seeing other people and so are you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you have to make those rules very clear right off the bat, which feels way too soon because it is too soon normally, yeah. but not in long distance. No. And I think like, I think the whole thing is with the fact that you guys have like gotten to know each other just off, you know, FaceTiming every day for hours and things like that. I think you do when you don't have the whole like physical aspect because think about like first dates like a lot Mm -hmm. of times like you go to a movie and you like hold hands and you like crush on them and you feel connected it's very like physical even if smizing yeah even if you're not like doing physical things with person just being with like you walk in silence and you drive listening to music like there's not there is talking obviously but there's a lot more just space to just like let other things be what's connecting you whereas like if all you have is connecting with someone through FaceTime it's a lot of going into like deeper parts of you like Mm -hmm. talking about a lot more like keeping a conversation going every day like through FaceTime like that's impressive you know Mm -hmm. so I think that like it makes sense why you feel such this deep connection with him even if it's only been a few months um I don't think long distance is impossible. I think plenty of people have done it. I think too, you just have to see like what's like your end goal. Mm -hmm. And if you are thinking like you're the one that's going to have to move, I would not even start entertaining that thought until you know, like it's actually someone that there's a future there. Yeah. Um, Because I've heard so many girls that have like, gone to a different state yeah Yeah. and then and then it doesn't work out and they're left there like why did I do this you know I will say I think with the whole long distance thing um I also want to say like I think it it almost takes longer to know like if it's the person like if it's your person it's yeah it's weird because like yes but then I could also see no yeah but because like you could maybe know but if you've only hung out with them actually Mm -hmm. like let's say you dated for a year but you only saw him in person three, four times out of yeah. that year. Do you feel confident enough to say that you know that person? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think there's much more, cause we've had people write in that have talked long distance and they mm-hmm. met up and we're like, oh, it was like not there. Yeah, for sure. So I think like there is a difference of like having a spark. And when you're just talking to someone, you can kind of create your own narrative of who they are in your head, you mm-hmm. know? So sometimes that doesn't match up. Um, 
but I think there's depth in it. Like my brother did long distance, like the first few years of his relationship. And, um, I watched how they just got like so close so fast because it's all just pure communication, Mm -hmm. you know? But I do think like, you've just got to be realistic to like where you're at. I also think you just came from a six year relationship. He obviously like came from a serious had one. someone he was serious with and has kids with. So I think like once you've already weeded through like those type of like heartbreaks and separation, like, you know what you want, like you're not messing mm-hmm. around, you yeah. know? So I think like Ash said, I think being just like really clear of like, Hey, like, you know, are we just keeping each other company? Cause we both are kind of going through stuff or is this something where there's a future if so, like, what does that look like for us specifically? Yeah. Um, like, if you just want someone to talk to, someone to, like, connect with, yeah. that's fine. But you have to make that very clear to the other yeah. person so that they know where they stand yeah. and what's expected of them. Also, like, I don't know what your plans are for, like, where you're staying, but I think Ash brought up a solid point. I would, like, for at least the first night that you get there, like, book a hotel room because Absolutely. you never know, like, if you just, like, get there and you're, like, I feel weird. Like, I, I'm not comfortable with him. Um, You know, like, you don't want to be stuck, like, staying at his house if, like, you're not comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. So I would, like, look into it <laughs> just also, as, like, a backup. on, like, on a non-skeptical perspective, mm-hmm. I think it's hot as hell when a girl's independent. And yeah. if you come down here to see this man... And have your own place and have your own, like, you're going to go see this while you're here. You're going to go do, you know, this. He's more than welcome to come. But, like, since you're here, you're making a trip out of it. I think that's hot as hell because, yes, you came here to see him, but you also have your own agenda. And it's also good, I think, for him to know that you, you don't want to have to, like, need him in that way yet. Well, I think does that make sense? I feel like I'm saying this weird. No, no, no. It totally makes sense. But I think also like guys understand that like we have to be like precautious. Like I remember one date I went on with um, someone from a dating app and like he asked me if I wanted to like go hang out. And and honestly, like I was super upfront with him in the beginning. Like I'm not like I'm saving myself for marriage. Like physical stuff is like kind of off the table. And he was like totally respectful. So I don't think he was like even trying to be like, oh, come over so we can like do stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. like he was like, oh, I'd love to like keep talking. Like, do you want to get coffee and like come over? And I, I told him like, no, because I was like, I don't know if like you're a serial killer and he like laughed, but I was like, just super honest. I'm like, dude, us girls have to like build up a rapport before like we, well, we should before we like can trust someone in that way. So like Ash said, like, I think it shows that like you're independent. And I think also just to be like, Hey, like I just want to make sure like, I don't want to put myself in a weird position. So like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you have to explain it to him, but if you do, I think guys like deep down, like understand, like, I get it. Like you guys yeah. have to go through like a lot it might of crap. Bum them out, but you just got to be like, listen, this is something that like every girl should do. Yeah. Like, I'm dumb. If not, I don't want to be rude, but like you're almost dumb if you're not, if you don't do it because yeah. all of the odds are against you already. Yeah. So for you to just like blindly go stay at his place, it's a little like, Ooh. yeah. hi, go listen to any episode of crime junkie. Yeah. It's always like <laughs> my favorite murder. Seriously. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I think you should be safe about coming. I don't think it's too soon. Like Ash said, like it'd be different if you were like 18. I'd be like, ooh, honey, yeah. like maybe not. Yeah. But like you're, you're older, both like you know what's right, what's wrong, what feels safe to you and what doesn't. So I would, I think also like it's probably good to get this done now because the last thing you want is to dedicate like months of your life talking to this guy if like, you guys meet in person and there's not chemistry, then like you, neither of you need to like be wasting time. Yeah. So I think it's good for you to come and like feel it out. Um, and then like Ash said, I think you just got to lay everything out. So freaking blunt of Mm -hmm. like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. Like, and just be honest with yourself, what you can handle in long distance. But I think it's possible. I totally do. It's totally possible. I think we're in a different world, especially this year. Like people are talking online, meeting online. Yeah. Dating looks a lot different this oh, year totally. than ever before. I think, you know, the online dating situation, even TikTok, um, all of this stuff just like 
exploded this year. Yeah, it's a new so norm. So it's not for weird sure. anymore. Yeah. You know, I think people used to categorize it as weird or sketchy yeah. or like no one liked it. And now it's like, well, this is our only option. Totally. So, totally. Uh, yeah, I highly encourage you to actually go and meet this yep. guy um, so that you know if it's a go or a no. Yeah. You know? And Callie's great. So if you end up moving here, it's great. Look us up. Look us up. <laughs> um, um, thank you so much, Anonymous, for sending in. Good luck on your trip. I mean, it is September, so she could be coming like any time. Yeah. We would love an update. We would love an love update. Love an update. Also, just going to throw it out there. If you want the the like security guard situation, yeah. we here for it. I'm telling you, Protect even if you. my lightsaber can't do damage, if a guy sees a girl coming at him with a lightsaber, it's going to cause him to at least pause. Yeah. Taryn will have her lightsaber. I'll have my hydro flask and we'll just come right I'll at him. I'll just start like <laughs> quoting like Star Wars quotes at him and he'll be like, I'll this girl's on track. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's what I do. Just like taking over. So good. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. Okay. All right, Ash, you're up. Here we go, guys. Um, I have my story next, and this one is titled, Am I an Anchor or Am I Just Drowning? Ooh. Uh, she deep. Wow, I like that. Mm -hmm, I like it too. And this is for you, Mark. It says, Dear Taryn and Ashley and Mark. <gasps> oh, guys, can we all just take a second yeah. to just honor Mark? <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, so good. It was an accident. I met a different He's one, but that was die. great. He's gonna um, die. He's gonna die. R.I.P. Man, dude, we, we miss, miss hanging Mark out with him a lot. So much. Yeah. Recording's not the same. Mark sent me like a dog video the other day, and I was just like, oh, he gets me. Like I miss him. <laughs> the only plus to this whole situation is Taryn gets to lay in bed while we record <laughs> with no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna throw that in there, but okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> with freshly shaved legs and no pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm like on one today i'm so sorry everyone that was good that was good anyways we digress mark we miss you that's all you're trying yeah, to say that's it um she says i would like to stay anonymous smiley face love you mm -hmm. for putting that in first thanks i wanted to first start off as everyone does and say how incredible you all are i am an og holla she hey. put some parentheses y'all hey y'all Y'all have brought so much joy and laughter to me and the whole community of listeners. The advice you have given to other people and their stories has truly helped me with a lot of different situations, whether it be me applying for advice or just passing it on. Oh, love that. It has helped bridges to be made and friendships to be saved. So thank you. Oh, I love that. Thank you. That means the world to us. So thank you for telling us. Yes. Um, for some background, I am a junior and a type six wing five, the loyalist, which Ooh. I'm going to break it down for you. Yeah, real break quick. it down, Ash. Um, type six, shout out to my mom. My mom's a type yeah. six. Also one of our besties, Ash, Smash, yeah. her, Smash. she's a type six. Uh -huh. They are called the loyalists. They basically need lots of proof before they trust anyone. Okay. So if you are a stranger and you're meeting a six, they're going to take their time getting to know you. Yeah. But once you make it into their circle, your oh, blood, yeah. your yeah. blood, and they will kill for that. you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but they go through their life kind of picturing worst case scenarios. They, they see they're very standoffish. Mm -hmm. Um, they don't let themselves get close to anyone out of fear. But once you're, again, once you're in, mm -hmm. you are blood and you are family and they would do anything for you. So like sixes deal with a lot of like fear, like, um, usually anxiety, hypochondriac, like yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Cause yeah. they like just this kind whole of pandemic. That was rough for all the sixes. Oh, out there. Yeah. We Where, feel like, for you. I was a little more chill. I was like, mm -hmm. Oh, we'll see what happens. They were, they were going, this is the apocalypse. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what do I need to do to prepare all for the, this? All the conspiracy theories. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but not in like a crazy way in a, how do I, how do I, and my family and my core circle yeah people how do I survive yeah like we have to be prepared yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. so like it's good to have people like this in your corner yeah so that's a six 
Um, so yeah, here we go. She's, she continues. Basically, I like to put others first and I am very much a people pleaser. If you need my help or advice, I'm here and I will sacrifice whatever is needed to help you. That leads me to my problem. <laughs> Bring it. This is, this email is good for you. Oh gosh. I just want to throw that out there. Yes. Okay. I'm looking at Taryn. Oh. I do this a little too much. For example, I have this friend who isn't in the best mental space. She's been dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression for a while now, and she's in a bit of a roadblock with counseling right now. I've been trying my absolute best to help her by listening, giving advice, giving her resources, encouraging her, researching what she's experiencing, et cetera, which also great friend award for doing all that. I always try to help talk her through stuff and encourage her the best way that I can. But as a 16 year old girl, there's only so much I can do. Mm-hmm. Everything I have been doing has helped her a bit, but as terrible as this sounds, I'm starting to feel drained. I realized this because there was a day when she came to me for help. I helped her out, and then 10 minutes later, another friend asked me for some help too. I was so emotionally drained that when I got to the second request for help, my heart sank and I broke down crying. But I pushed it down, and I helped her as well. That's when I realized that I'm so consumed with concern about my friend's current mental states and I'm starting to sacrifice my own sanity Mm. and I'm not blaming anyone for this. It's just something I do. I let my desire to help people override my own problems. I deal with my own worries and sadness at times, but I don't want to go to anyone because I know how overwhelming that can be for someone. If I have problems, I usually just walk through them alone. It's only now that I'm starting to realize how terrible that is for me. Mm-hmm. I will say that one weekend I ended up texting all my friends that I needed some space and was going to shut down all my notifications for a few days just so I could have a break, which side note, that is very mature of you. <laughs> most people, Seriously. especially most people your age don't like think that way. So yeah, bravo to you. She yeah. continues. That was so beneficial. I do highly recommend others who might be dealing with something similar to do the same if they're able to, even just for a day. It allows you to take a step back for a little bit and kind of focus more on you. But I know that I can't always shut everything down all the time. Yeah. So I guess my question is, how do I begin to prioritize my mental and emotional health while still being able to encourage and support my friends? I don't want to start sinking deeper and deeper into the water just so I can keep everyone else stable. Mm. That will drown me. Apologies that this was so long and serious. Even if you don't read this, it was so nice to get it all out. But if you did, thank you for listening. I hope that this can help someone else as well. I hope you ladies have a wonderful week. I seriously can't wait to see where this podcast goes. Love Anonymous. Love you, girl. Or boy. It's a girl. Okay. She is so sweet. Um... Really quickly, Taryn and I have been having a conversation about this. We just went on a quick weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. We talked about our friend Smash already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was her birthday on Monday. So we went on a quick mountain trip to Mammoth for two days. Yeah. And it was life-changing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, well, first of all, like, these are some very close friends of ours that we don't always get to spend yeah, time with. Yeah. So that was special on its own. The second thing that was really important was... We didn't work. Yep. We were like on unplugged. our phones. Mm-hmm. We were taking pictures for fun, not not to post, even yeah. though we ended up posting them. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. like not, it wasn't photo shoots. It wasn't no. like trying to get content up. It was, we were having such a good time that we wanted to share it. Was it was literally for the memes. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. And like people were texting me. I wasn't responding. Mm-hmm. People Same. were calling me. <laughs> I didn't call back. I was like, oh. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we both came back so refreshed. Yeah. So completely agree with you on that. I think it's amazing that at your age of 16, which is little baby, um, that you're able to think that way and that you were so in tune with yourself to know that you needed it. Yeah. Because uh-huh. this is such a social media driven society right now. Mm-hmm. And you were able to like back up and be like, this is, this is harming me. I need to well, like get out. Because me and you like, it wasn't like we went cause it was a friend's birthday mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like we got there that we both looked at each other and we're like, holy crap. Like we needed a break. Like yeah. even we weren't like aware of that. So yeah, I don't it's, think we knew at I think, all. And I think that's just a reminder. Like we have to build in that stuff in our lives. I think if we wait till we get like, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm like dying. I need a break. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's too far. So it's like a good practice to like, 
like she did, like be aware and be like, hey, like I just need like some space. I need some time. Yeah. Because I think like, I don't know, this life and society and just constant screen time can get very, it can skew priorities for sure. Absolutely. Um, there's so many things I want to hit on and I want to hear Taryn's opinion as well. Um, but something I do want to say is um, what you're doing for your friends is so admirable and I want to mm-hmm. applaud that. Like that's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. that you're able to help them and that you even want to help them um, is is just amazing. I think that goes to show like what kind of character and what kind of person you are. Yeah. So definitely don't stop because that's clearly like an innate gift that has been given to you. Yeah. However... Um, you can't survive by keeping everyone afloat. You know, yeah. like that's like you worded it perfectly. Like you physically can't do it. You're not capable. So what you have to do, in my opinion, and I, I'm sure Taryn would agree, is you have to draw boundaries. Mm-hmm. You you have no other option. Um, when a friend needs you, it's okay to say, hey, is this like an emergency or can you can we deal with this later? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a better time for you? There's nothing wrong with that. Like, if there, if this is an absolute emergency, yes, of course, drop everything. But if this could wait an hour or two because it's better for you or because you need a second or you want to, like, get, you know, get something done before doing it, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, also, if they're your friends, I think they would want to know how draining it is. Yeah. And I don't think you need to say it in a harsh way. I don't think you need to you know hurt their feelings or or make it clear that that they're draining you and you're having a hard time but I think it's okay to be like hey this is this is heavy for me too um it affects me mm-hmm. when we talk about these things um so maybe asking for you know l- just letting them know like when you ask for time you need it as well um thoughts yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it always is, it's, that's why it's so hard, I think, for us to, like, give advice on certain things, because we don't know everything. Um, I think it really depends on the emotional, mental health of that friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's certain people, if they were to come to you, and then you were to be like, hey, like, it's too much for me, that could send them off. And then there's other people that could take it and, like, be like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I need to like make sure you're okay too. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think like just kind of like weeding out how, where you think they're at and if they are people that you can have a conversation with then like do that. If not, I mean, it's just, it's drawing boundaries for yourself, especially when it comes to like when people are needing help is literally the struggle of my life. Um, and it's such a hard thing because in that moment, you're not able to like separate and just be like, oh, this is draining me. Like you're just trying to like do whatever you can to like help that person. But I think there, there's a couple of things I want to say. One, one is you need to make sure that you have someone that you're going to too. And not that it's like a gossipy thing. Like, oh, like when someone tells me something, I have to go tell them, but like, you need to make sure that you have someone that's your safe place that you can kind of like unload with. Um, two, it's kind of like that whole, like what makes a good therapist is, is the ones that can like deal with their clients and stuff. But then when they leave, they have to turn it off and like go to their normal life, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that there's, there's something to that of where, um, obviously like you can love your friends, like pray for them, like be there for them, whatever. But I think once you're like there for your friend, that ability to like shut off and then be like, okay, now I have to like focus on myself and like what I need. Mm -hmm. Um, finding kind of like that separation is something I would recommend. And then the other thing is, um, sometimes, especially for people who struggle with this balance, like, again, I'm speaking from like personal, my entire life. Like (laughs) sometimes like we interject our help too much. Mm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes like we need to like take a second and just like listen and not just try to like rush to fix. Mm -hmm. So I think like sometimes like someone will come to you and they're talking to you about what's going on in their life 
And people like me, and I'm assuming like her are like quick to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay, well let's, let's like go to the movies. Let's do this. Or I'm going to call you every night at this time to make sure you're okay. Or like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to bring you something or like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we get to, and yes, that's a beautiful thing. And I think when you're in a healthy state, you shouldn't hold back on stuff like that. But if you're feeling drained, I think it's okay to take a minute to just sit and listen and be there for a person and tell them that you love them and you're thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's it. You, you can know what help I mean? someone without, without diving in deep. Yeah. Simply being there usually means more than sometimes a lot. Like for example, I told you my mom's a six. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one of my big breakups that I went through she wanted to talk about it and I simply yeah. could not, like I did not want to, yeah. it was emotional. And, and she, all she wanted to do was help me like sort through my feelings and, and prove to me like you broke up for a reason and like God yeah. has a, someone better for you. But in that moment yeah. I was just heartbroken. You're like, don't tell me that. Yeah. And something my dad did was I was sitting on the couch. I had, I had been at work all day and I was trying to keep it together, but I was just an emotional wreck. I was very depressed and I was sitting on the couch just kind of doing nothing. And he just came over and like held my hand. Didn't say a word. Mm didn't try to help me process what happened. Didn't say I made the right decision. Didn't say I made the wrong decision. Just sat there and held my hand and I sobbed. Yeah. And like, but it felt so good because he was there holding my hand through it. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes that's all we need. Totally. And that's, what's like, that's, what's so beautiful about like humans is like, there's, there's going to be times where we need people like your mom and my mom. That's very similar. Oh, and yes. during my breakup, it was the same thing. Like my dad was just the quiet like presence where my mom was like, babe, he sucked. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so, and that's what's so beautiful about things is like sometimes we need the words, but sometimes like we don't. And so mm-hmm. I think that it's okay if you start to feel drained for you to be there for people, but also like, you don't always have to pick up the phone. Like you don't always have to meet up with someone. It's okay to be like, Hey, I'm so sorry you're going through that. But like, can we, can we have another day that we meet up? Like I have some stuff going on. Like it's okay to form boundaries and to like, just take a minute because I think you'll be surprised how much if you start to just be there for people, give them a hug and not start to offer all these ways to fix them or taking on their problems, how much people are just going to be fine. Like, yeah, that's where it becomes unhealthy is because you almost feel like, oh, they're not going to be fine unless I fix them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And it becomes this weird thing where it's coming from such a genuine place, but it's almost like this God complex of like, I I have to come in and fix their lives or else they're going to be a, a complete mess and not survive without me. It becomes a they need me yeah. thing. Which they could to some some like... Why can't I think of what extent? What, yes, extent. Um, to some extent, but also like a lot of times, like the times where I've grown the most are when I did it for myself. So mm-hmm. like, and with therapy, like your whole goal is to help a person get there themselves. So it's sometimes we take on too much because we care, and in the end, like that's not what every person needs. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just especially if you're feeling drained, like you've got to find that balance and it's okay to be like, sit with them. I'm so sorry. Like, or if you go to sit with them, be like, Hey, like I have to be somewhere at four 30, but like, I would love to sit and chat with you until then. You know what I yeah. mean? Like create your own boundaries and shoot them a text saying like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. Yeah. And that's it. Not, Hey, like, do you need me to come over? Do you need me to this? Like, it's okay to just like take a step back and still be there for someone without trying to like personally fix everything, you know? Yeah. One of my, Taryn knows about this, but one of the things I learned the most from my mom um, was watching her with one of her friendships while I was growing up. It was while I was in middle school, high school. Um, This woman was like a very close family friend and she went through a lot in her life. Mm -hmm. And I watched as they became acquaintances and then friends and then best friends and then almost like sisters. Yeah. And their relationship was, was like really cool and really beautiful. But then my mom's friend's life started kind of falling apart around Mm -hmm. her. And it was interesting watching not only my mom's friend cling on to my mom, but my mom like grab her and carry her through everything that she was going through, which are I, both unhealthy. Yes. Like so, both. Yeah. Yes. And the, here's what I'm trying to say. 
I think it was beautiful mm-hmm. that the friend went to my mom because that means my mom's a safe place. Yeah. That means my, she can trust my mom. And that means that, um, like clearly my mom had, a, had a beautiful like spot in that, in my mom's friend's heart. Oh yeah. Cause <laughs> um, she's you know? like the most beautiful hearted yeah. person I've ever met. Um, and vice versa. Like my mom, my mom didn't push her away yeah. when she saw her like run and like cling to her. She, she knew that she needed help in that time. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will go ahead and say, I think when it first happens, that's necessary and that's needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I think that's, that's a beautiful thing and, and nothing should stop that because when you're in the midst and, and it's hitting the fan and all of this crazy yeah. stuff starting to happen, like you need that support. Oh, totally. However, that only lasts for a certain amount of time and then you got to get back on your feet. What I watched my mom do was the friend kind of went into this depressed state and lost all drive for everything, mm-hmm. decision-making, parenting, everything. And my mom not only allowed it, but started making those decisions for her yeah. to help her get through it. And it all came from a beautiful place because my mom wanted to help her. But in the end, it's like it's like enabling a child. Yeah, it's like a hero complex too. It's a hero it's, complex. Yeah. You're like, oh, you can't do it. I'll do it. That's yeah. fine in the beginning. There's a very fine line to where all of a sudden you're doing everything for them. And it, it can't be like that. It's not yeah. healthy. And eventually, if it's not handled, you'll both resent each other. Oh, fully. And that's what I don't want to have happen to you. Yeah. And I think um, I when I was about, I think I was like around 16. I think I've shared on here before, but I had a friend dealing with like suicidal stuff and I became their like rock. And so it was very much like if I didn't answer the phone, something bad would happen. And if I wasn't able to like sit with them at school, like they would do something, you know what I mean? So it, it became this very like attached thing and I didn't see that me trying like literally driving myself into the ground trying to be everything for this person in reality like wasn't helping them Mm -hmm. and brought me so far down to where like I was like failing my classes like I was like unhealthy in myself because I was taking so much on so it's it really is like there's such a delicate balance and I think it has to be something that you know, I would put clear boundaries in your head, but it also has to be something that you're constantly checking in with yourself. You know, like if you're like talking with them one night, having a sleepover and just being there and talking all night might be what needs to happen. Another night you might need to like, be like, Hey, I can't, I actually can't, like I have stuff going on, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think it's very, it's very important to like make sure that you realize, and this is the hardest thing for people like me to say, like, they don't need me. Like I am not the like ultimate fix, but I can love them and come alongside them and be a support to them Mm -hmm. as they figure this out. You know what I mean? And in the end, like the healthiest thing and the best thing for them is to eventually be able to do it on their own. Yeah. I don't know if this is a good analogy, but I was just picturing this. It's kind of like a kid who has nightmares. Yeah. The parent can't continue to sleep in the kid's bed. Yeah. You can come in, when they scream, you say, it's okay. You calm them down a little bit, but then you have to leave yeah. and the kid has to learn to help himself fall yeah. asleep, you know? Yeah. Um, otherwise you're enabling the kid. Oh, fully. The kid's yeah. going to need you. So if you consistently help too much, then your friends are going to depend on you so much mm-hmm. and, and they're not going to know what to do when stuff happens to them without yeah. you. Do you like, like Ash said too, like, um, or we were talking about like have conversations where like you start and you start sharing stuff like you need, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like sometimes I think like we get used to what is frequent. Mm -hmm. So I've had friendships where I'm just the listener and they're just sharing everything wrong with their lives. And I feel depleted when I leave, but then I'm like, well, I've never tried to share Mm-hmm. stuff with them either like I kind of put myself in a set. role yeah. yeah so I think and it's you good never to, try to move it yeah I think it's good to like make sure that it's equal and then if you don't get that from that person make sure you do have someone that you're getting that from and then also setting boundaries not trying to save everyone yeah but yeah mm-hmm. girl I feel you that's that's, that's why very was rough. Like, Taryn. yeah Taryn <laughs> struggles this. with the same yeah, thing yeah I do I totally so, do um yeah, it's it was just really cool because Taryn and I have had conversations like this before in the past. So this just yeah. like confirms that. And also like, it's so good 
to know when you're not alone. Oh like, my gosh. It's, yeah. It's just the most revolutionary and and freeing feeling yeah when you when you realize that this thought that you've been struggling with or this this whole process of spiraling down mm-hmm. of constantly helping everyone else and, and feeling like you can't even get out of bed in the morning um realizing that so many other people are, are experiencing the same yeah. thing is oh just gosh, such an amazing thing so anyways long story short I'm so sorry you're going through this but mm-hmm. I have full faith in you you are so young and you already have so much wisdom in life and, and such an amazing perspective, Mm -hmm. um, on yourself and on your friends. Um, so I'm, I know you'll be, I know you're going to be great. Oh yeah. And if you just start prioritizing yourself a little bit, things are going to fall right into place. Yep. You got this. Proud of you. We got this. We've got this. We got this. Okay. Should we wrap it up with a dad joke? Of course. I loved this one. (laughs) I mean, I love all of them, but this one's funny to me. Okay, ready? Yes. I tried catching fog the other day. I missed. <laughs> missed. Get it? M-I-S-T. Missed. I missed. Missed. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. It's funny. That was good. It's funny. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I was so hyper, and now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yeah, we definitely both hit a wall just now. Um, I do want to just go ahead and remind you guys again, it is September. We are a month away from the October series and there are already so many October stories coming in. Um, but I, you know what? Not enough because we still need yours. And if you have a scary story or if your friends have a scary story or your great grandma has a scary story that happened to her, um, please get there, you know. Uh, you know, yep. consent and yep. then write out the full thing. We want all the details. Give us a good story. Um, and hopefully we pick yours to share in October. I'm I so freaking stoked. Can't wait. In another world, this was a scary story podcast. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it could maybe we not. You know what? Here's the goal. <laughs> this podcast is gonna blow up so big that we're going to quit all our other jobs and we'll and start another full time and we'll start a second podcast. Like Ashley Flowers, how every other week she's like, she's always hey starting guys, another podcast. podcast. I'm like, girl, like, do you have a podcast do do? for every day of the week? How do you still have a voice? I don't know, man. She has a great voice too. She does. Anyways, Anywho. thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to like, share, rate, subscribe, yep. leave a review. Um, share this with a friend mm-hmm. who, if you thought of anyone during this episode specifically while you were listening to our listener stories, then shoot them this podcast. It is such a like easy conversation starter. Yeah. Like you've done it with me where you're like, hey, like we were talking about this the other day, like listen to this episode. And especially with technologies, you just have to like text an episode. Mm-hmm. So I think obviously we would love to just like blow up. I mean, obviously the, we're dope. I mean, we are, we are super dope. <laughs> this is but about you guys. Not us. <laughs> like it's such great. If you have a friend that's like struggling with something that we talk about, mm-hmm. like it's just human connection, which is like what our goal is in like the foundation of why we do what we do. Yeah. So anyhow, you don't even have to give a full story. Just be like, Hey, thought of you. Listen to this. Yeah. That's it. Do it. Do all right. It. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening, yes. writing in and being vulnerable. And we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>